as he recalls his social anxiety from childhood to becoming one of the most famous people in podcasting today. John Lee Dumas shares so many nuggets, such as outside of your comfort zone is where all the magic happens. So stay tuned to my conversation with him. You won't want to miss it. Hello, you are listening to The Power of Investing in People with Shay Sparks. I had the honor of being on the show with Shay and wow, how authentic she is and how much I know that she wants to keep hope alive in the community. So thank you all for joining. And everyone here today, I am offering a special to all active duty or retired military to my all access on-demand training where we learn how to dream, believe, and achieve our best life. Please visit at timlanefitness.com and I'll see you all soon. Enjoy the show. John Lee Dumas is the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs who are truly on fire. With over 2,000 episodes, and 1 million plus listens a month, and seven figures of annual revenue. John LD is just getting started. Visit eofire.com to set your entrepreneurial journey on fire. So today, John, I have to know, what does investing in people mean to you? Investing in people to me honestly means being interested in people. And I kind of go back to one of the first books that I ever read, and that was Think and Grow Rich mm. by um, Napoleon Hill. Such a great book about surrounding yourself with the right people. And then that book actually led me to How to Win Friends and, and Influence People. So that was actually the second book I ever read like around the topic of entrepreneurship and networking and building fr- friendships and connections. And that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, one thing that always stuck out to me is – Hey, if you want people to actually think you care about them, be interested in them. Like actually be interested in who they are, what they're doing, and you know, what really makes them tick. And to me, that's what's always stuck with me when I think about investing in people is hey, I'm gonna invest my time, my energy, and, and really caring in the people that really matter to me. I completely agree and I love that book and what I got out of it was in order to be interesting, you have to be interested. Oh, that's the, that's, that's the quote, actually. That's it. It's been a while since I read it, so I kind of <laughs> escaped me. But, man, you nailed it. Well, I, I don't know how. Sometimes those things come, come and go, right? <laughs> so, John, tell us about an obstacle that you have overcome where you learned that investing in people is something that you wanted to do. You know... I have had a lot of obstacles in my life. I mean, I was a very, very shy child. I mean, like in my seventh, eighth, ninth grade years, I just remember having all the excuses in the world, like not to go to our school dances because I was just like petrified to like maybe, you know, dance with a girl, talk with a girl. And I just had this kind of, I guess if I could identify it now, it probably would be like a social anxiety of sorts. And it was just this weird, weird epiphany I had 
like I literally think it was like in the ninth grade where I was just like so tired of being afraid and scared and, and not comfortable, like and, and making up all these excuses about why I'm not going to be hanging out with my friends at dances and stuff like that, where I just was like really kind of had this like step out moment where I was like, what, what really is going on here? And I kind of like looked around the room where like everybody was there like dancing. And I was just like, oh my God, like everybody's actually feeling this way. Like everybody thinks that everybody's looking at them when they're dancing. Everybody thinks that everybody's, you know, judging them when and the fact is people are really only cared or really like freaking out about being judged themselves. And it's just like this huge epiphany happened. I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to be the person that just like steps out of my comfort zone mm. and kind of is like the first person on the dance floor. And like, the, the the funny like awkward dancer that like makes other people be like well if he's willing to dance like I am too like I'll jump up on karaoke and like be a really below average singer so other people are like okay well if that's the quality here like I'll jump up and sing too and have a blast and I just flipped the script I kind of held on to that going forward and it kind of just led me to this thing of you know I'm going to really invest in people by making them feel comfortable or by like making them feel like you know hey like there's one person here that's really willing to go outside of their comfort zone, leaving this huge gap for me to do the same and have a good time and have fun, have a great experience. And I've been to multiple weddings now. I mean, multiple, multiple, where I've had people come up to me that didn't know me before. I was like with the bride and like they were there with the groom and they were like, do you work for the wedding here? Like, are you here to like get people on the dance floor and like, and like, like get this party going? And I'm like, nope, I don't work. I don't work. I'm just having a good time. They're like, man, you're really doing a great job getting this party going. And it's really kind of just Try to try to. I really try to adopt that mentality of just making people feel comfortable, making people just realize that hey, if as long as I'm not the biggest fool in the room, because there's that fool over there in the corner, life is good. Wow, I love that. I love that social anxiety to being everywhere that you are now. How amazing is that? It's just kind of like the biggest flip, though. Is like I went from being probably the most nervous and having the most social anxiety of all my friends. To like just having the, that epiphany that I mentioned, stepping out of my skin and saying like, wow, this is so ridiculous because everybody's feeling this way. I'm just maybe feeling it one or two degrees more than everybody else. Why don't I just take it to the whole other level and just like stop caring like and stop assuming that people are doing this when, when they're not anyways. And there's actually that quote, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but it's you know something like people in their 20s, you know, I think everybody's talking about them. People in their 30s, you know, think everybody is is trying to copy them. People in their 40s think that everybody's, like, ripping them off. And then people, like, in their 50s realize that nobody cares about them in the first place. Like, nobody's <laughs> even paying attention to them in the first place. And it's just, like, that's everybody's living their own lives. Like, we all have our own problems. We all have our own successes. We all have our own this and that. And to me, it's just, like, what can you do to make the best of the moment that you're in? So, so true. And I know that you – the audience can't see me or you, and I am jumping up and down right now because I, I, I can verify you. <laughs> I am a practitioner of stepping out of my comfort zone on a regular basis. So I love to hear what other people are doing it too. So thank you for well, being welcome. brave. The phrase that I love there is all the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. So if you're a human listening to our words right now, and you actually want to make magic happen, well, guess what? All the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Oh, I completely agree with you. Thank you for that quote. And speaking of stepping out of your comfort zone, so when was the last time that you did something for the first time? 
for the very first time, what was that? Oh, you know what I actually did? So long story short, I won't um, belabor you with too lengthy of a retelling. I was in Fiji at Tony Robbins Resort, um, and there was 10 of us. Mm. And it was myself, the, um, nine, other, nine other individuals, part of a mastermind, Tony Robbins, and then the rest of like his crew was there kind of like leading this mastermind. And all of a sudden, he just like claps his hands. He's like, all right, follow me. And like we left his resort, like crossed the road, <laughs> and we got to this area where there was like uh, three 60-foot poles. Um, so just picture like a telephone pole, like that was the size of it, and they were just 60 feet up, so wow. six stories high wow. with just these little tiny pegs in, in these in these poles. And I was like, what the heck are we doing? And like I'm you know coming from a military background. I was an officer in the U.S. Army for eight mm. years, so like – I've done a lot of crazy stuff, but I was just like, I've never done anything that crazy. We're going to climb those poles. Mm -hmm. But sure enough, like they belay us in and every single one of us was expected to. And we did, again, to get out of our comfort zone, we literally climbed peg over peg. And these are just, just picture these like little nails basically Mm -hmm. sticking out of the wood. We're climbing up these pegs up the wooden pole. And then we had to stand on top of this wooden pole that again, my feet, I don't have big feet. I have size 10, but I mean like my toes were hanging off the mm. front end. My heels were hanging off the back end. So it wasn't that wide. And then we had to jump off that 60-foot pole. Again, we were belayed in. So mm. like even if we had fallen off, like mm-hmm. we were we were safe. But, you know, you're still freaked out. Sure. And jump towards a trapeze pole oh. and catch it <laughs> and swing from that trapeze pole. And, and the trapeze ball was a decent, like, get the leap out towards it, leap off of this pole. And, again, this pole, like, you know, everything was safe. But, I mean, you're up at the top. The pole's swaying in the wind a little bit. You're trying to, like, keep your balance. You know, if you fall left or right, like, you're fine. But, you know, it's going to be embarrassing because you didn't complete the task. And, man, it was freaky. I forget the exact mm. number, but I think it's, like, there's like people that are like, I'm not afraid of heights. And like, mm-hmm. there are people that aren't afraid of heights, but at like 37 feet or something, like your natural instincts take over and like everybody's afraid of heights at that height and higher. Wow. So like, you know, like for me, 20 feet, like you couldn't even freak me out. Cause I'm just like, this is nothing. But at 37 feet, like it's like this innate switch in your head just flips. Mm. And then like, no matter how comfortable or uncomfortable you are with height, you're freaked out. And we almost doubled that with the 60 feet. So sure. it was way up there. It was freaky, and it was out of my comfort zone. <laughs> wow. What a story. So I got to know, how did you feel after it was over? Exhilarated. And that's yeah. the thing. I, mean, I knew how I was going to feel afterwards because I've done a lot of things like that. Like I bungee jumped 443 feet, you know, in New Zealand. Um, I've you know, done really crazy stuff in the military. So I, I knew what was coming, but it still doesn't make it easier to do the thing per se. And that's kind of, you know, a good lesson to take away is like, it's not going to, it doesn't get easier for me, somebody who's done a lot of crazy things a lot of times than it does for somebody who's doing it the first time. Like it's still, you have to overcome this really deep innate fear that we have yeah. as humans and, and, and strive above. But when you do it, like the release of dopamine just feels like incredible. You can conquer the world. Oh, I, I, yes, I completely agree. I just had a similar experience, believe it or not, a telephone pole with a ladder for the first half. And so, you know, it's round. So thank God I was uh, strapped in to some tethered to right. somebody. And cause the, 
the ladder is, you know, rounding with the pole and I had to climb up it. And then the, what do you call them? The things that you stick in that you step on. Yeah. It's like the pole. The like rungs, right? The rungs. Yeah. yeah. They're now in the middle of your body. They're not on the sides They're So you have to twist and turn. And I got up to the top cause I was zip lining and oh, I, and then I was like just taking it in and I love heights. So it wasn't the heights that was bothering me. It was like, okay, can I trust that someone is going to, that this is going to hold me? <laughs> and when I got to the other end, everybody was like, oh, thank goodness that I had the guy tethered to me. And I went, wait, there was a guy tethered? Like it completely lost track of that. How many times we have support and we don't realize it. Yes. Yeah. So I love that you got a life lesson out of climbing way out of your comfort zone. Way. (laughs) Way. So speaking of out of your comfort zone, you do so many things, so many wonderful things on social media. I know that you have masterminds and webinars and podcasts. So tell us, how can people connect with you? So for me, the headquarters for all the magic that we create at Entrepreneurs on Fire is at our website, eofire.com. We have amazing free courses over there, Shay, for people that want to learn how to podcast. We have a free podcasting course. Who want to learn about masterminds, we have a free mastermind course. Learn about funnels, a free funnels course. We have a lot of really great free courses over there, eofire.com. And, of course, we love people um, checking out our podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. I've been rocking it now for seven years, over 2,300 episodes to date. It's getting over a million listens a month, so I'd love to add to that number. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And I always like to leave with one last question. Tell us your favorite phrase, scripture, or mantra that you are living by right now in this moment. Right now, it's an Einstein mantra, which is try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And Mm. that's what I'm doing every day. Like I'm not chasing success. I'm not chasing fame or fortune. I'm just saying, how can I add value to this world? And that's why I'm doing it, you know, daily with the free podcasts and with the free courses and with the free webinars and just getting great value out there, knowing that if I create enough great value, then of course, we're also going to be creating a great business as well. So it's really the right way to run a business. And I've seen that now for the seven years we've been rocking and rolling with Entrepreneurs on Fire and uh, not going to stop anytime soon. Thank you so much. And I completely agree. Value outweighs dollar signs and because it will become dollar signs. Exactly. Well, thank you for being on the show and we will talk sometime soon. Thanks, Shay. Take care. All right. Bye. Don't turn this off just yet. Does the thought of collaborating and connecting with a diverse group of creative thought leaders appeal to you? Do you have a compelling story and don't know where to start? Have you ever thought about writing a book and thought about writing the whole book is overwhelming? Well, we are looking for you. We want to connect and collaborate with other podcasters, coaches, and entrepreneurs who want to gain exposure. We are looking for other people who want to co-author a book with us. You can find out more details at firestartersbookproject.com.